Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives. And today we have the amazing, the illustrious, the wonderful... The awesome Ryan Oakley in here. What's up, Ryan? Hey, hi everyone. Yo, it's good to have you in here. It's uh, you know, it's a long time coming. You know, it's kind of my fault that I haven't <laughs> got you on here yet. No, it's my fault too, though. <laughs> but the schedules are crazy, and we're in Corona season right now, and it's weird that I'm sitting at my house. You know, I randomly asked you to do this what like two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I that video, I was on my Snapchat and looking at videos, and that popped up a view of my my book release, and I was like, "That's right, I need to get Ryan on my show, yes. to talk about cereal." So, <laughs> <laughs> right, seventy five percent cereal, twenty five percent milk. <laughs> oh my god, you just you y'all went overboard on that cereal conversation. But shout out to all you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but not yeah. real talk ryan is an amazing artist multidisciplinary she's all over the place illustrations and other stuff like that so we're gonna talk about all that and hopefully some more um but yeah stay tuned and um enjoy this interview we're gonna get right into it if you're ready yep Ooh, she's ready all right let's oh. get it oh. so <laughs> take us to the beginning of where you kind of found a passion for art and when you started to like take it seriously um, I think I was always drawing as like a young kid. I loved cartoons. Um, I thought I was going to be an animator when I was younger just because I, I loved watching cartoons, especially the like Marvel animated series, all that stuff like mm-hmm. from the 90s. I watched those. Um, I would I would try and design my own characters. And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, try. Emphasis on try. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then um, I actually got into fashion. Um, okay. I was obsessed with Project Runway, and then I was like drawing my own little fashion designs. Um, and it was kind of funny because a lot of designs were very like work ready, like professional outfits. And I'm like, <laughs> like 10 or 11 <laughs> drawing like ready wear. I don't know. It was just, I, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and so then, um, I, I started drawing more in high school and then, um, in college, I realized I wanted to major in it, even though I was like doing the whole pre-med track and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. Separate myself from the many, many candidates and people who want to, um, go in the field of medicine. Um, and I don't think I really got serious about it until maybe like three years ago. Um, I kind of took a little hiatus from like drawing because I was just like, I didn't know really what I could do with it um, Mm. and where I wanted to go with it. And so I started making T-shirts and I had I made like this Nasty Woman T-shirt in 2016 and um, it went like kind of viral and it was on like a article for 25 feminist things that you should get the whatever you know the feminist in your life yes and so um that was like my little 15 minutes of fame <laughs> <laughs> literally 15 minutes um <laughs> it's crazy how that works right right 
And so then I started getting into making um, political activist posters, um, uh, submitting to different open calls. I did one about um, getting people out to vote and mm-hmm. creating non more nonpartisan type images. And it was selected. And from there, people started seeing my work and uh, Women's March and all these other organizations started following me. And I was doing more stuff um, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, now I'm like getting back into comics, which is like, you know, the original, um, inspiration. Like, mm-hmm. what, like I said, when I was young, I was watching the Marvel animation and everything. And I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just open to do, you know, all the things I've always wanted to do, but just didn't have the courage, you know, to do when I was younger and stuff like that. So, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just out here. I'm just, I'm just ready to just do, do stuff. Corona's made me realize you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, Yo, big old yourself. facts, big old facts. <laughs> Let's take it back though to when you really were kind of like up and coming with your skills, honing on those skills. So how were you getting to practice? Like, what made you get to where you are now? Because I mean, I, I think you're an incredible illustrator. You know, and you're especially the black push you put on like the superheroes and all that shit. Like that's. That's super dope to see, but I'm kind of wondering, like, the steps you got to get to where you have perfected kind of your style, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's so cool that you think that I have a style, because I wouldn't say that I have a style. Oh, um, I definitely I definitely give a style, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. And um, I'll say, um, shout out to, um, wow, I'm blanking. First name's Jennifer, my professor Jennifer at, um, I can't think of her last name right now, wow. I'm blanking, but it's, um, <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> but Jennifer at Wake Forest Art Department and Leanne Hallberg, those are my um, those are my people. I love them. Jennifer actually, so you do like an intro um, course, intro drawing, but she incorporated digital elements. So she was teaching us okay. uh, Photoshop and stuff like that. So that's where um, a lot of my like I think where my style comes from is just like the process of like drawing and then i'll take photos and then um open those photos up in photoshop and then color them and stuff like that okay okay this episode is brought to you by stay blovely a brand out of greensboro everyone should know about that's s-t-a-y-b-l-u-v-l-y each piece of clothing fuses fashion with designs that empower the black community while teaching the basis and meaning of black origins and culture through short videos about each piece on their site. Plus, you can get everything from long and short sleeve tees to hoodies and sweatshirts for under $40. Oh, and shipping is free all day, every day. Visit stayblovely.com. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y.com to shop their collections and on to the episode um so yeah she's the one who really got me um really good at photoshop and and just working with illustrator and stuff like that i ended up being her like ta for one of her classes oh wow um i was doing um like different like composites like um there was this contest with the show gotham I, I don't know, shows don't do this anymore, but, like, they gave you, like, high-res images, like, maxed out. It was, like, it was crazy. I had a field day. Like, I was making these awesome yes. um, composites with the actors. I have to find them and post them one day. But, like, they, like, turned out really well. But that was just, like, me playing around with Photoshop and stuff like that. Um, but definitely, I 
definitely think at Wake I started I was able to explore and um just do just do different things. Leanne was um my drawing professor and just really, you know, encouraged my drawings and stuff like that. I definitely believe I'm a stronger artist when it comes to drawing and, you know, doing putting pencil to paper and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Painting and stuff like that. That wasn't that's not really second nature to me. Um, it was a struggle. My, you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did the whole oil painting stuff in, in undergrad, and that was that was rough for me for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more when I was doing abstract work compared to trying to paint faces and stuff like that. Um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> That's crazy. I never yeah. really thought about Wake Forest as an art school, which. I mean, hope, no offense to Wake Forest, of course. I was never. Oh no, uh, all offense to them. I mean, like I love them, but they got had their issues. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> did you have to like submit like a portfolio or anything to get in there? Um, no, I did. So they have this um, presidential scholars program, and it's in different disciplinaries. Like one of my friends, Jada Campbell, she should have been a scholar for dance. Um, but some technicality where she couldn't be there didn't allow her to do it. Um, okay. But, I mean, she was at that level where she should have been a presidential um, scholar. And she's actually, I'm talking about other people. I love the, I mean, if you're doing art and stuff, I'm going to plug you in. So I'm going to go ahead and plug her yes, in. Yes, plug like everybody checkers in. Girl. Yeah, she's a checkers dancer for the um, hockey team, the checkers down in Charlotte. So she's at that level. But anyways, um, the program at Wake is more of, I mean, Wake is a liberal arts, so it's kind of like more of like what you put in, you get out of it yeah, yeah, type yeah. of program. You don't really have to submit a portfolio. Um, I did and kind of just put myself out there and, and went to speak to the professors and kind of told them about my background and stuff like that and okay. how I did like IBR and then I did like a little, I submitted some stuff to the AP art, um, you know, portfolio thing you just submit a portfolio or whatever through them um but so yeah um wait yeah you don't really have to like apply and do the whole draw bicycle yeah. thing or whatever <laughs> you know <laughs> it's kind of a good thing honestly is not pressure yeah no not at all and um and um yeah so i did apply to vcu and i didn't go just because like at the time i didn't know how to navigate going to art school and then just even going to school in general too and like mm. doing that on my own and stuff like that um so <clears throat> but i'm 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 happy where i went so absolutely and obviously it was you the way you talk about jennifer your professor you know it sounds like you got a lot out mm-hmm. of that you know yeah that time in your life so that's amazing so yeah. obviously you went through and graduated from make force mm-hmm. and did you know kind of what you wanted to get into? You mentioned animation back in the day, but I, I know it probably changed, you know, before you graduated. So what was it like when yeah. you graduated? So when I graduated, I thought that I was going to continue on to the pre-med route, and that's what I did. Um, I ended up doing a post-bac at Wash U, oh, wow. another heavy hitter school. Yeah, you girl smart. Let Dang, me stop. You um. crazy. <laughs> yeah, teach your own horn. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um. I was really like into it and I mean like I have the brain for it and um and had the um 
the urge to go after it, um, partly because of the idea of stability. Yeah. Um, and then it was just something I've been doing for so long and thought I had wanted for so long. So um, I did the post back and during that post back, I got back into doing art. So that's when I did the whole nasty woman hoodie and stuff like that during that time. Um, and then got back into doing the, um, the vote poster. I was, I was still at my post back and stuff like that. And then the, um, the, um, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking right now on the, the school walkout that a lot of kids did over the nation. I did a poster of the, the girl winter, Brianne, she um, was the leader of that whole work or whole walkout, and I did a poster of her, and that kind of went viral. So the day on the walkout, um, a lot of people reposting it, like um, Huff Post, their Instagram, they contacted me like, hey, can we repost it and stuff like that. Wow. A lot of different celebrities were posting it on their pages and like on their stories. Um, Kendrick, what's his name? Uh, Kendrick something. I can't remember his name, but he plays on Insecure, and he, um, the 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 ghoster, the uh, the barber, the oh, barber. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I need. And he played on um, was uh, How to Get Away with Murder, How to Get Away with yes, a Murder. What, yes. Yeah, he played on that for a little bit. Yeah. So um, he reposted it on his pay, actual page, and I'm like, I was like, what? This is wild. Yo, that's crazy. So around that time, that's when like Women's March started following me and stuff like that, and that's when I started getting. um, So that was why I did the vote poster for Amplifier Art and Women's March. So they had had an idea about me because the girl Winter, she knew some people at amplifier art and she was like yeah like i know them there and i'll um you know show them your poster and stuff like that yeah. and then so they kind of knew about me a little bit before i posted uh submitted the vote poster and stuff like that so so i will say i am working on something right now to submit to them um dope dope in the next couple of days but that's all i'll say i don't like to talk about stuff yeah don't don't, don't, get, submit- don't, get, yeah. don't give us all the information yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I am working on something else for them. So. That's dope. So, I mean, obviously, you didn't see all that recognition and the viral stuff coming, but I'm wondering what mm-hmm. pushed you to even get into the political side of things with your work. Did you see like a need for it, or was there some kind of? I did. I don't know. Like, um. I'm very. I'm a very political. I don't want to say I'm very political. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know, like <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. No, let's do it. Let's get into it. I have my opinions, and I have my political opinions, and I have my my liberal arts education that has um, allowed me to have um, different experiences and be around different environments, yes. and different groups of people to where I feel comfortable enough to make such big statements on certain things. Um, so maybe that's why I felt comfortable in getting into doing more political art. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I just, I think I did feel like there was a need for it. Yeah. I don't think I wouldn't have done it if I didn't feel like there wasn't a need for it for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, I remember, 
<laughs> when we got together, this is a while ago, and you told me about all this, and I was just so, I was blown away, because obviously it's, you know, there's a lot of great artists in Greensboro, but a lot of them, a lot of them are so low-key, so, so you having that recognition and that happening to you is just kind of blew me away. So what, yeah, like, it, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And you were, you said you were at, at Washington when this was happening? Yeah, I was in, um, yeah, Washu in St. Louis. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, you were in St. Louis, okay. So it was really weird, like, also, like, doing all this political stuff and then being in this highly, like, politically tense city mm -hmm. environment, but also not really feeling connected to the environment as well. So it was just, like, an interesting um, time in my life. Wow, and obviously you were doing the, you said you called it a post-back? Yeah, pre-med, post-bag. A lot of people go there. You can... D different ones, they're different at each school. Like, some of them have linkages. So, like, if you complete it with a certain GPA and a certain um, MCAT score, you'll automatically get into that, that school okay, okay. that they're linked to. Um, my school had a linkage um, with Case Western in Michigan, I'm pretty sure. And um, I didn't qualify for the linkages. Oh, so dang. I just... <laughs> yeah, I um I hadn't taken the MCAT and then um my my GPA was a little little rough. My science <laughs> GPA, you know, was a little rough. Um, <laughs> it happens. Um, partly because that OCHEM, I took organic chem my second semester freshman year. I came in there. I came honestly. I came into college like I didn't have to study or anything. Cause I mean, like I didn't have in in high school. You know, like I I just I can get through, and um, that was that was a big eye opener for me right. in college. So I got my first D minus. Um, and open <laughs> okay. And but the professor, to my in my defense, the professor was terrible. Probably about sixty percent of the students failed. Um, and then literally that next semester or that next year he was fired. So oh, then I'm shit. like, dang, why didn't y'all fire him before me? Yeah, like before yeah. I, got, I got there. Wow, that's insane. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so I retook it next time around. I got my I got my B plus. You know what I should have <laughs> been. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. All because of a professor. That happens though. Like college really is like that. Like some people think, nah, you know, you're exaggerating. Professor's fine. I was like, nah. If it's a bad professor, like that can change everything for you. No, right. And I wasn't in that mind to be trying to teach myself no OCHEM. Mm -mm. At all. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> at all. Jesus. You know, there were a couple of people who messed up the curve because they got A's because they were just like the type that could teach themselves. Mm -mm. Um. I wasn't that. I mean, I was to an extent, but like, I my mind, I just was not in it. I was still in that. Oh, let me study the night before and get this pop this A out. Mm. Oh my god, for Kim. Oh, uh, mm -hmm. college Jeez. was like not on my watch. <laughs> not on my watch. <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy. So obviously, you got your little B. You said B minus. My no, oh, B plus. B plus. B plus. I wanted that A minus, but it's fine. Oh my god! <laughs> to get your B plus, you're still kicking ass in 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 in, in the post back, but you were still doing art. Right, right. So how mm -hmm. were you able to even before we you know venture out of out of uh, schooling? How were you able to balance all that? 
Oh gosh. Um, I didn't. I mean, like, I don't really have a lot of friends. Was I was in St. Louis? I had like okay. a group, core group, but they were. We would, you know, meet up and stuff like that. But they were still pretty busy. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of time because I was only taking like um, a couple of courses, but they were like three-hour courses. So it was only like once a week or two times a week. Gotcha. You know, okay. courses. They were like at night. So during the day, I was just like going to work out or whatever and then doing my homework and then like drawing if I had time. And then on the weekends, like, uh, I, I mean, I had time because – then again, I was I was kind of leaning on my like, oh, I can study the night before mm. type skills. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, like Heck no. Mm-hmm. My friend Bree and I, we would always wait the night before our papers were due to whip out like a five page, six page paper, especially for like English, and we would take increments. We would do thirty minute nap, wake up, type some more. 30 minute nap to wake up Tyson Moore and we would have HGTV in the background. (laughs) That sounds like an absolute nightmare. And pull out and Brie, I would get so pissed. Well, we were like, we had this professor who would never give out A's. Brie would always get the A's. I would always get the B plus. (laughs) But B plus is good for, you know, doing it the night before. Shoot, pull it out them 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 quotes and, and references, Lord Jesus. Yo, I would cry if I got a B. If I got if I was pulling on ours like that and then out of sleep and got a B plus, oh my God, <laughs> I would shout for joy. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we were crazy. We were crazy. It's because we both did IB in um in high school, and that's that's all that's all we did. We do. I remember IB. <laughs> I, 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 I'd be in my high school but I was like absolutely not <laughs> I'm here to chill <laughs> you know what I'm saying but that's crazy though so and obviously uh, those times are great but you ended up not doing post back well I finished it you, so, I you, finished. so you did finish it and I applied to medical school okay um, okay and then I interviewed got some interviews got waitlisted and then didn't get off the waitlist Oh, my God. Yeah, so then I was like, what is life? You spent six years of your life doing this, and then you don't get favorable results, and then you're like, so, yeah. Um, so, what's next? Like they like that meme of uh, John Travolta, you know, <sighs> like, uh, it's like, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see her right now. That's hilarious. <laughs> she did it perfectly. <laughs> So that's crazy. And that's kind of a scary thing to go through. It's like, okay, like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And, it's- and so I, I fell back on art that honestly, that's been the one thing that I feel like hasn't betrayed me. Mm. Um, in a sense, um, art in general, I feel like anything, anything artistic, I can always jump into it and, and, and figure it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's kind of what happened with mm-hmm. that so you you got that didn't get into any med schools and then you just came back mm-hmm. home yeah mm-hmm. and was and and now I'm, I'm regrouping and, and trying to figure out you know where i want to take the art and, and what other avenues i want to do you know i'm thinking about like 
I hate to say it, but whatever. I'm thinking about doing like voice acting and stuff like that, just because I have a, yes. a good friend from college. Yes. Who, um, you know, knew I could do all these different accents and stuff, and he's like, you know, Brian, you got to do it. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, your accent is like crazy. Oh, I haven't heard this. I gotta hear this after after. Yeah, this yeah. After. <laughs> That's amazing. But I want to hold in. I want to do want to hold in on your skills. Cause I think. I think your superhero characters are amazing, and the ones you, the everything you do is great, in my Thank opinion. You. So I just want to talk about your creative process for sure before yeah, yeah. we uh, go into the future. So mm-hmm. yeah, so as far as the like the comic, let's start there with the comic book type type characters, and I'm not sure what the names, the correct thing, the correct things to call these uh, type of drawings <laughs> you do. Right, so I want right, to say right. the comic book style of superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that I mean, yeah, that's what you would uh, say. Yeah, yeah. Um, that style, that comic style is, um, yeah, like, well, I think a lot of the stuff I've been drawing now have been other people's. I've been doing what people would call like fan art, so because they're not necessarily my characters. Okay, okay. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. I haven't done a lot of personal stuff lately. I've been doing. I like. I've been doing illustrations for a teen mag, Sessie Mag, and it's a uh, magazine for, like, black teens, just, like, whole representation of, of seeing, you know, people who look like you. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. Um, and um, so I'll do, like, horse, I'll drop horoscope illustrations every now and then on my page, and, and that it's for that magazine. Um, and I uh, I really love uh, love that, that platform, and it's a print mag, so it's not online, it's an actual physical copy, that- which is... People. that is amazing i love that yeah um and it's actually um the the creator she went to uncg um and then is um based in virginia right now so it, it's so random that she like even like found me and she found me when all those different organizations were like posting my vote poster and all that stuff yeah. so yeah a lot yeah. of people were in my dms and i was like you know trying to sift through like which of these things really fits with my brand and me so a lot of them I didn't I hate to say I didn't respond to or just didn't really get back with because it wasn't necessarily like me and and you know what I see myself doing you know I didn't have like a uh, um I didn't feel inspired by those 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 organizations or things and then she told me about the magazine I was like yeah like for it See, that <laughs> and that's cool that um, obviously is representing people who like us which is i think it's phenomenal you know mm-hmm. and obviously there's an importance to do that because of just who we are and who you are you know as a black woman and right. that's what i love to see you know i think i mean there's a lot of us in the industry you know what i'm saying um representation is could be better yeah but it's cool that there's something like that that exists that you're working at you know mm-hmm so exactly that, that's what, and you've also done like a lot of collaborations with some local people, have you? Like with Acme and stuff, or no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So talk about um, that a little bit. They so so I had this. I did some fan art for this comic book, Bitterroot. Um, after meeting um, one of the creators, Sanford Green, and I showed him some of my artwork. He was like, "Yeah, you should do some uh, fan art of our of our character, our female character." <laughs> and I made it. I posted and tagged right, <laughs> tagged him in it. <laughs> And um, they love that. They're like, can we put this in the book? Send us an email, send it to us. And they put it in the book. It's in, it was in the, I think, the third issue. And then it's in the trade. So, yes. yeah, that was awesome. And so then I 
came into the shop one day. It had been a while since I'd been in Acme, probably since I was like in high school. And I was I was telling Jermaine, I was like, yeah, I actually have some art in one of these comic books. And he's like, what? Like, why'd you tell us? We would or like extra ones for you, you know, stuff like that. Jermaine, like, Jermaine's so funny because like he like if you're not putting yourself out there, if you have a talent and you're not putting it out there, he will get so upset with you. Yeah, well, I'm with um, him on that. Yeah. Shout out to Jermaine. Right. <laughs> yes, really. Shout out Lord Retail. Gang gang. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um and so yeah so after that he found out you know i'm an artist and stuff like that and so he's like oh do you want to do free comic book day can you do like quick sketches and stuff like that i was like oh, i'll try and i kid you not i was practicing for this thing i was trying to figure out how i'm gonna draw these character sketches like and so i set on doing like profiles and then everyone else was doing these like beautiful drawings i'm like oh my god i overthought this like but oh, no. i had a good time anyway um and met a lot of people and so that kind of like pushed me more into like doing like comic art and stuff like that um Ooh, i love that that's dope yeah so um so yeah i've been doing if they if they have an event i try and try and get into it try and be like hey let me let me sell my art there let me draw okay <laughs> i think that was actually last time i saw you in person was that one of those yeah. things yeah, the Halloween one. Yeah, yes, that was it. Yeah, that was dope. Because you dressed up as um, what character was it? Um, Misty Knight. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. that was dope. And um, before we move on, I want to talk about just kind of the process when you're getting these um projects and personal work, and you know, how long does it take you to do it? And like, what's the process of you making like the fan art, you know, come to life? I'm sure it takes a while and a lot of pre thought and all that. Um, with the fan art, it's, I just go by, like, if I'm inspired to, like, draw that character, because mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be a tough job if I'm, like, not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you're paying me, yes, then I can create, I can find, I can grab some motivation, <laughs> inspiration somewhere, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I will find it, I will find it. Yes. You're not welcome. Especially when they uh, pay you that advance. I'm like, all right, I got it. Don't yo, worry. Yes. <laughs> People listening who aren't artists, yo, that is some sweet, some sweet, some sweet, something sweet to hear if someone yeah. wants to pay you an advance. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yo, it doesn't happen yeah. that often, and I wish it happened more often. <laughs> oh my gosh. That half up front. <sighs> non refundable, homie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping that money exactly jesus so 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 i guess i'll tell you uh i'll break down like what i did for those black history month yes um, posters um so i had done stuff for california endowment of arts before because they found me through the whole women's march channel all that stuff um and they're like hey we loved your stuff that you did last time would you be willing to do some posters for us for black history month i was like yeah let's do it and then they told me how much they were paying me. I was like, yeah, let's really do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, um, but it's like, I'm not making a lot of money, y'all. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's just a, that's a lot, you know, for me at that moment. <laughs> but, um, but anyways, so they, I, what I tend to do is just ask them, do you already have any sort of idea set for 
the projects and what you want them to look like because I don't want to go full in and make something and then they're like, oh, I don't really, mm, this is not what we're looking for. And so I asked them all that and they were like, yeah, we just want some, you know, portraits. I even asked like, do you want it to be like almost like a bust, like from the chest up, mm. you know, type deal, like specifics like that. Um, Cause I already had these ideas in my mind, but I just want to present them to them. And, um, and then that, and I was like, do you have any, um, I should have asked that, but later on in the process, I asked them, do you have any specific words that you want me to use? Yeah. Okay. Um, because I submitted um, a, a draft, I guess, at that point. It was a draft. I thought it was a final. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was too many words, and I was like, so uh, what specific words do you want for that one, and can you give me those words for all the other individuals that you want me to create images for? Um, so you got to ask questions like that so that you, you're not going back to the drawing board over and over again, you know? Um. Yeah. 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 So that's funny because do you usually put like I mean obviously in that case maybe a little different because you talk about before but like usually revisions and stuff are like Mm -hmm. sometimes a separate cost or like extra cost or you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. So how does that usually work? I so on Orthodox Box on um on Instagram she has this really cool commissions questionnaire that I like kind of took from her and, and edited and made my own to fit like how I do my stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like I haven't used it, but I need to start using it. But like, that's a good thing to have. Cause it basically asks what I like typed in the email. Like, you know, what is this for? Is it commercial personal? Cause commercial commercial is going to change the price compared to personal. Yes, absolutely. Um, stuff like that. And then ask, do you have specific subject, color, stuff like that? Um, what's the final product? What do you do? You want to print? Is it going to be a digital file? You know, stuff like that. Because um, then that also changes the price of the commission as well. Because mm-hmm. I'm sending you a file that you can reproduce over and over again, especially when you do print. So. Still make money. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That all um, matters. Artists listen to it. That all matters. Yes. Yeah, so that's why that's why I get a little, I kind of like stutter step with like commissions, especially like commercial ones, where they kind of eventually want to use your image for like promotional stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't really figured out pricing and, and going into that too much because I'm I'm very like protective over what I create, and I just feel like it's not fair for me to not be compensated on something I've created that you're going to use to promote your brand. So, um, so yeah, but through that questionnaire, I have a draft stage and then, um, you get like three, three drafts where we come up with the composition and stuff like that of what you want. And then after that we go to, I'll do the final like sketch and then, um, you'll get like one revision after that revision. Then I charge, um, an additional cost. And then the next stage is coloring. And so I'll do like the coloring, especially for like a digital piece. I'll do like the coloring. I'll show you whatever, what I've come up with the coloring. If you don't like it, I'll do it over once. And then I tell them like, come fully explain what it is that you want. (laughs) Because like, like all, you know, all the detail is detail is never too much. In this case, it is not the devil at, at this point. Um, because um, 
you know, I want to make sure I know what it is that you want so that I won't have to charge you because you mm-hmm. didn't believe what Absolutely. it is in, in your free revision. Um, so yeah, but that's pretty much what I do. Um, and I had to do that for, um, uh, a logo. It was supposed to be a logo design for um, a Women's March organization, and we were going through a lot of revisions. And then we finally um, made it to to uh, um, a look that they wanted. Um, but that was probably one of my hardest ones, just because like I'm, I don't think I'm very like logo oriented, but like I can make it work, just because like I know how to make vectors and stuff like that and manipulate them a little bit. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. So, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's pretty much my, that's like the business side of my creative process. I don't know if you want to hear like the actual, like what I do, like what I did. So like, okay. So for mm-hmm. the, yeah, I do so, want to hear it all. Yeah. <laughs> so for those posters, I, um, they were all, um, pencil drawings. Perfect. And then I took, um, just cause like with, I've created this technique with, with like, um, especially it works with like darker skinned people, um, where I just like put in all the details in pencil and then I take a photo and then you can just drop like flat color, like a brown flat color and it just look, it just pops. It just looks so good. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, um, but on like lighter skinned individuals, the pencil markings look a little distracting. So I'm still trying to figure out how I can still do that technique maybe like get some i don't know some different color color pencils and try and play around with that um and do a color other than like the the black graphite um for the lighter skinned people but luckily um this is black history month so my people's (laughs) was brown (laughs) (laughs) dang right (laughs) i was like yeah and then I had one one uh, lighter skinned lady, so I was like, okay, I can just like um, make it work with her and play around with the color pencils because I had done it before for um, a stencil. Dang, I'm forgetting stuff, but I did a census poster for them oh, before dope. I did the um, yeah before I did the Black History Month. So they saw that they're like, that's what really made them want you know contact me to do the portraits and stuff like that. Yeah, so like, yo, this is hot. <laughs> Right, right, and uh, I did way more on those and got paid less. But anyways, um, <laughs> shoot, see what happens. <laughs> life, of, life of an artist. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, and so what I'll always do is I'll, especially when I'm doing portraits, I always ask for super high res images because when I'm trying to get likeness, that is so important. High res people, send y'all people high res images. Yes, please. please. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean they all turned out great but you can tell the quality in the in my drawings dropped because I was creating I was trying to create um shapes that necessarily that I wasn't sure was there or weren't there in the images because the quality of the images um of the reference images that I received weren't that great mm-hmm. um no no offense to them but that that was just the, the resources that they had and then i tried to search online to find some and i couldn't really find really good images of them so um it made the task a little bit more difficult on mm-hmm. trying to like this um so yeah that first one i did that one was popping because the reference <laughs> in my head was popping 
<laughs> then you have some so. uh, some challenges after that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. That's all a part right. of the journey. That it makes it fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it was a lot of revising and, and stepping back and be like, ah, is that shape really there? Because it's starting not to look like them. So oh, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. You know. Um, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. <laughs> there's there's tricks to the game. So I'm curious. So how does that differ from when you're creating personal work? Um, it's when you're kind of battling yourself. Oh, you know? oh okay. So I rather do. So doing portraits is quick and easy because you know what needs to be done. You know the end result. It's yeah. got to look like that person. Yeah, yeah. Whereas personal work. I think I, especially in college, we worked on this a lot, was just, like, theory and, like, the meaning. Like, why are you making these marks? What is the purpose of of using the color red? What does red say? Mm, okay. If red's saying this and you're trying to say this, then you probably should be using red, you know? Or, like, you know, maybe you should be using blue or, you know, like, stuff like that. It's a little college art and, and doing personal art is a little bit more complicated because there's there's this whole theory and all this all this talk about what the colors say to you and the the weight of the application of the paint and all that stuff and i was good with that in a sense with like um abstract when when it came to creating abstract pieces and getting um a message or a feeling across i was really good at that Mm -hmm. um and when it, and it would freak me out sometimes because like people would get it like dead on. I'll never forget like this was probably my like first or second drawing course at, at Wake, and we were doing these abstract drawing pieces, and I was doing one that was about cancer in the body, and it was like cell, you know, about cells and how oh, yeah. it's like your body is in a way betraying you because those are your your cells, and they, and they're over replicating and stuff like that. Um, and it was a kind of a, a piece inspired by me finding out my mother had colon cancer. And so um, I made this piece and these, um, so it comes to critique and everyone's like, you know, it's like, it's got this biological feel and it looks very, mm-hmm. you know, it has cellular feel and it's, it's negative, it's dark, um, but it's, it, I forgot. I can. I can't forget what she said. But this girl, she nailed it because my professor asked. She was. She was like, "Well, um, is it? Is it? You know? Is it? Why isn't it? Doesn't it look negative?" She's like, "It's not. It's you know. Is it? Why doesn't it look aggressive or something like that?" And she was saying, "It's not necessarily like dark in a negative way, but more so like this um, vulnerable darkness in a way." Mm-hmm. And I was just. Like, (laughs) it was really, really weird. And so then later on, when I was about a a senior in college, I did the after of that and I called it post-op. And it was about um, the healing of cancer and after you go through surgery and stuff like that, wherever um, your process was. And people got it right, right on the nail. And even my professor, cause I, so she, we had talks about what, what we wanted to do. And the project is about you thinking about a room and then, um, certain adjectives to describe that room. And then you have to make a painting about it. Mm-hmm. And so mine was like the hospital room, post-op feelings of, of, of healing and, um, 
uh, you know, vulnerability and um, a little, you know, like pain and stuff like that. And um, so nobody knows it except for the professor. Um, and, and then you go into critique and then it was, it was weird cause everyone got it. They were like this, like, it feels very clinical, um, sterile and Damn. all this stuff. Yeah. Like it was, it was weird. And then even That's my professor she was like, 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 this is it. Like that, like what you told me, this piece is, that is it. And I was like, damn, I'm going to cry. Like, <laughs> Yo, I'm getting a little emotional right now. This is. <laughs> like, it's, it's freaky. I need to be doing abstract painting. Now that I'm doing this. That's what like, I'm saying. <laughs> damn. I'm playing. <laughs> oh, my God. So, to me, to mm-hmm. me, making, like, something vulnerable like that, I don't know. I guess to me, it sounds it's like, a, like it's difficult. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah, because where you? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess I compare it to like, like in, a, in my in my last book, I'm trying to think because I kind of can compare it to this. I put photos from my grandfather's funeral, you know, mm. in that, and like I just I don't know. It's not the same as you know what you did at all, but I'm just thinking like what I felt doing that. So you know, that's yeah. that's that's wild. Yeah. No, I think it's the same, just different medium. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. So you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so that was my like intro painting course. And then I, she like, my professor loved me so much. She was like, yeah, you, you can do advanced. Like you. So that's why like advanced painting for me was so difficult because she had such high expectations from me mm. and I wasn't necessarily medium. And then she saw like my drawings. And for me, like there was such a, a disconnect from, how how well I draw these faces and then getting it into paint and oil there was I just could not put the two together and and so that was a difficult time for me and um just I'm glad I went through it because I learned a lot I definitely understood you know what she was trying to get me to do and I think I do that a lot better now mm-hmm. I just don't know if oil necessarily was my medium Right. <laughs> to right. do that then right. right. <laughs> yeah and so it, and it seems um, like not to cut you off but jumping into like maybe your comic books you get a little personal with that too with the with the zines you've done oh yeah yeah you know um saying? yeah the last zine i did i think it was definitely like personal and that i think i was definitely still going through like healing with the whole rejection of medical school mm. and i made a post about it like you know people don't allow people to heal from rejection because they just think oh we'll just keep going you know but like that's a form of you know of grief and loss and um we should allow people to like experience that how however they need to experience that you know and so um for me that that last thing was um part of that and it was like funny and i'm I'm like a funny person, so like that's how I like <laughs> get yeah. through my pain is through jokes. So like it was like kind of yeah. funny, but also like Loki dark. Um. <laughs> and that yes, honestly, get this. Is this thing still available? Um, I need to print some more. I was actually thinking about printing some more. Um, but it's called um, <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> it's funny because I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I have it in my book thing over there. Cause I got it. I think it's the one that I had Let from you. Let it go. Let it go. Letting go. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. that girl. Yeah. That's Damn. what it's called. That's yeah. Let it go. 
Yeah, like, um, just to give you an example, one of my favorite ones was um, uh, what other people think about me is none of my business, but I'm a nosy bitch. So I... Yes. (laughs) I think that's... I think I have that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you bought that one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Um, that's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that one, and then... Um, oh, there was another one, um, where, which is like funny, but also dark where it said like, um, I think he said something about not wanting to be in a relationship, but I was too busy imagining what our kids would look like, like you know, just like, like messed up, funny stuff like that. Uh- <laughs> but it's relatable. It's relatable and it's yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to do. And that zine for me was like a warm up into trying to do more sequential stuff, but like. I hadn't really had a lot of practice with like um, doing backgrounds and stuff like that. So that was, that was a warm up for me. And I haven't had the energy to do something like that in a while, just mm. because it it was, I was in the space where I was like, I'm going to finish this and I'm going to have it ready for zine fest, zine machine. So, and I right. did, and it was a, a, a hit. So, so your times at the markets have been pretty decent recently before all this shit, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to do um, Heroes, which is like a big step up, but I was ready for it. So um, I wanted to challenge. Yeah. So that, that's how things go. <laughs> I guess, was, that a one, was that a one time a year thing? Heroes? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Well, next year then. Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a lot, for a lot of these um, markets and fests and all this, do you, have to, you, you apply for all these or do you just automatically yeah. get in? Okay. 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 I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, and this is off topic. No, it's, not, it's on topic. But I didn't prepare you for this. So how do you get into something like the San Diego Comic Con? Like, how do you get into that kind of thing? Bruh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to figure out. No. Um, I think you can apply. Like, if you're local, they'll give you. Um you'll get more presidents or whatever you call it, whatever, you'll be able to get in it more likely than someone who's out of state. Mm, okay. If you're not, like, a well-known artist. But you get you get invited. Like, people have, um, like, bigger artists, they have, like, agencies or whatever. Or, um, I forgot what they call Editors. I don't know. People who basically represent them, agents or whatever. Agents, yeah, and yeah. they have their whole, like, group of artists that they push out and, like, oh, like, sequence art whatever they're gonna be bringing all their artists to san diego or whatever or their, you know stuff like that so it's probably pretty so, difficult for someone in you know north carolina to get into something like yeah. that yeah okay yeah. but like that's why like i mean harold's is a pretty big comic um convention but um if you're local you you can you can get into it pretty pretty easily. and heroes is where in Charlotte. Oh, so that, okay, that in Charlotte. Oh, dang, that would've been dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're an artist, I think it's a lot easier to get into these events and like have a table and like get your name out there, compared to like being a writer, as Ben would say, because um, it's like <laughs> <laughs> just because like you know um, I have my art to show, but then like once people find out people are writers, they're like, oh. <laughs> 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 so like yeah. just the art. <laughs> yeah, 
That's hilarious. Are you yeah, finding out now that, you, I mean, obviously you found a love for digital art when you were in college in that class with uh, Professor Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still... Gentry. Gentry. Gentry? Yeah, okay. I remember, yeah. See, now she remembers. <laughs> if you listen to this, uh, Professor Gentry, she, she, she's sorry. Hello. Forgot your I last just name. I brought her a poster, too. I brought her one of my... Um, my uh, fight for your rights. Dang, I forgot. I did stuff for um, Pro Choice America during the whole Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, um, they wanted some um, women's rights posters, and people were protesting with them at Capitol Hill. I saw some people carrying them on. Shelf Life Art and Supply Company is an independently owned new and used art supply store at 2178 Lawndale Drive in Greensboro, North Carolina. At Shelf Life, you can find professional quality art supplies, pre-owned treasures, art classes, custom framing, and occasionally Daniel White recording the free pizza podcast in our classroom. Visit our website at www.shelflifeart.com and come see us Tuesday through Saturday in the historic Lawndale Shopping Center at the corner of Lawndale and Cornwallis Drive. You'll be supporting the local economy, the environment, artists and creators, and this podcast right here. Shelf Life Art and Supply Company, supporting triad artists since 2014. CNN and stuff like that. And a lot of people still contact me and they say like, oh, like, um, I got I got some of your art, you know, at one of the protests and stuff like that in D.C. and stuff like that. So, but yes, yeah, so, but I, I remember that because I brought her one of the posters because I was telling her, like, hey, like, I use your technique that you taught me, you know, we would draw and then take photos and I colored in Photoshop and she, like, freaked. She, like, loved it and stuff like that. So yeah, I bet she's honored that to where, to the opportunities you've gotten have been kind of, you know, related mm-hmm. back to her. So that's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love them. I, I love those. Two. I love the whole Wake Art Department, but um I had a lot of classes with them, so. Right, yeah. right, right. Dang. And, and Paige Laughlin. <laughs> <laughs> so one more question about um, schooling, because I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are, but what are your thoughts on critiques, and how do you think people should take critiques? Yo, like, Wake Forest really got you prepared for critiques. Like, critiques were like, I feel like they were half your grade. Like, you could make a crappy piece, but as long as you can back it up and knew how to critique, it didn't matter. Like, <laughs> like you really did it. Like, because Wake, I mean, Wake is liberal arts in the sense, but a lot of the different departments, um, it's all about being able to back it up and 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 critique and and have your mm-hmm. evidence and all that stuff. So, right, right, right. Art department, so. Do you, um, overall, do you think it's it's necessary for all artists to kind of eventually have? So, I think that's how you grow, and I think that's how you being able to critique someone else's art. That's how you break it down, and you're able to pull from their art to make your your own art better. You know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I definitely think critiques are important, and and knowing how to take a critique. That's the, number, that's the thing because some people take <laughs> that, that. <is> life. <laughs> yeah because it's cool because sometimes when I ask someone like 
just serious thoughts so maybe a photo or a piece of art that i see in the world or wherever i just you know i'm generally want to know what they think and feel i think some people are scared that they're gonna hurt your feelings or you know something like that but yeah you gotta learn how to take that stuff you know and not take it too personally oh i have i had a professor say my artwork like high schooly so like <laughs> you can't tell me nothing <laughs> you can't you really cannot <laughs> well, it's cool because yeah, I know you have a lot of people in every art school around the world who come in and kind of think they have it together and think they're the shit and all that. And then they get that first critique is getting destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a humbleness. Yeah. It's, it really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. So I was ne- I was never one of those people. Like, I knew I could draw, but, you know, I I rather my my art speak for itself than me you know saying all this stuff that oh i'm good i'm this i'm that whatever you know Mm-mm. yeah yeah for sure for sure so yeah it's going to like i'm kind of I'm, I'm wondering you've done a lot of things and you're venturing into a lot of different uh areas in art um yeah. so what are you what are you trying to do with it like where, what's your end goal do you have an end goal you know what i'm saying um I just want to be married to a rich man. No, I'm just kidding. Let's Um, go. Let's go. (laughs) I'm going to drop her IG information in a minute. Y'all can shoot y'all a shot. You got to send her a screenshot of your bank statement. (laughs) Um, No, I think I'm still figuring that out. I'd like, I think what would be cool is if I like had my own like studio, Mm. like multidisciplinary studio, and like artists came there and we were we were just creating stuff for all you know all different things like you want to come there be a voiceover actor you know we can get you get you a reel and and help you you know fix that stuff like that you you need a studio space to do some photo shoots let's let's get that going you know let's go let's go like i don't know i think that'd just be cool to like own a whole a whole studio and be like a studio where people are wanting to go there, you know, to like get work done, you know, like a creative agency or something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's funny because I had a, yeah. I had a, I have that similar mindset and goal set for later in, and later in life for people, most mostly a communal space for people to come and do all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and to own that. Not necessarily, I don't know if it would be necessarily be in North Carolina, but you know, somewhere. And that's right. a good, that's a good question actually. What about you? Do you think you'll stay in the south? No. <laughs> I wish I could see my face. <laughs> the way you said that was so funny. <laughs> no. I've always been a traveler. So yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe I guess I could stay here from my home base, but I wouldn't stay here that long. Like, I've always been a traveler. I've Ever since I was little, I was itching to go abroad. I always wanted to go to Italy. Italy. I never went to italy but i did go abroad yeah um yeah, yeah. i studied abroad in Spain. that was my other major was spanish oh um, yes oh hablo un poquito de espanol um yeah no, no so. <laughs> so yeah just a little bit i need to get back into it sometimes i'll still dream in spanish like the other night i had a, I had a dream that i was like speaking spanish incorrectly but the but the but the fluent speakers were correcting me so like it was weird like because like this is this is my mom clearly i know it because the spanish the fluent spanish speakers are correcting me so like i don't know it was weird 
<laughs> yeah, that's. A, would you do? You, would you like to be in a Spanish-speaking country? Is that is that the goal? Um, maybe when I don't know. Maybe when I was like really into, I was like really into learning Spanish language and, mm. and all that and speaking it. But I didn't. I didn't take it that far. Um. I don't know. I had a I had a complicated experience in Spain anyway. It's mm. just being a black woman there. Yes, I can only imagine. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. So, but I don't know. I think I really love the idea of going back to California. It's so expensive, though. Like, that's where my mom's family is from. That's where I was born. So, mm. um, what, what part? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, you were in L.A. You know, and I think yeah. it was who I went with. I went there, and they were like stoners, so they were like smoking the whole time. And mm. so they, we didn't really venture out a lot, but I was like, I left L.A. I was like, I don't know if that was everything I thought it would be. It's not, though. It's not. Yeah. It's really not. Yeah. And I tried to tell people before they went there, like, L.A. really ain't all that, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. I mean, you know, people. Are, everybody want to go there to be a star. Everybody, everybody who goes there thinks they're gonna go go there and be a star. I'm yes. gonna tell you, like, my dad did the whole acting thing, acting thing for a little bit because he went out there to play football. That didn't work out, and um, he got into bodybuilding. And back then, a lot of the stars were just at the gyms and stuff. He said he met Holly Berry. Back in the day, Jodie Foster, um, and then Danny Trejo used to be out in Muscle Beach when when my dad and his friends were out there, and he said Danny Trejo used to be out there playing. He wasn't out there actually working out. He was just out there playing, you know, like <laughs> you know, just saying like, "Woo, you guys are big," you know, you know, stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and um, so that's how my dad got into like doing extra work and then eventually getting some little speaking roles in the background and stuff like that of like more like martial arts films and then like it got to the point where he was like too big like he was like so big that it made like the main stars look look trash you know they was little you oh know so God, yeah <laughs> Jesus. So, so some of his scenes would get cut and stuff like that and then but one of his friends stuck with it and is actually on the show Badlands. The black guy. I don't know if you watched that show, but I haven't. But whoa, that guy. Um, his character got bigger on the show, but I can't. I can't think of his name. But that was my my dad used to work out with him out in L.A. and they would you know do extra stuff and on set on films and stuff like that. Dang. So your dad was kind of part of that life then. A oh bit. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, just a little bit. Well, right. like my mom. I mean, back then it was a little bit easier to get on stuff. Now you really have to know somebody or be mm. connected. Yeah. Um, but like my dad was telling me, like back in the day, like you know, and even now, people would just live off of celebrities. Like if you were just a, a friend of a celebrity, you could just like live, you know, live off of them, basically. Facts. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Bruh. Ryan, I need you to make it because <laughs> I'm on the way. Okay, shoot. Will me. And, um, so, yeah, like crazy stuff like that. My mom um, used to babysit Paul Mooney, you know, the comedian Paul Mooney, yes, his kids. Yes, Yeah, he was on Chappelle's show a little bit. He would do Negro Damas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she babysat his kids? Yeah, when he would like go on tour or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm, crazy stuff like that. That's so random. 
Yeah, super duper random. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then my um, my uncle, my mom's brother, he went to school with Steve Smith. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then my brother, the lucky, lucky guy, he got to. So my grandparents. I don't know if Denzel still goes to the, that church, but my grandparents used to, used to go to the same church as Denzel Washington. Are you serious? My brother, and somehow my brother ended up going to their house. He like he was like friends with um, the son, because my by that time my brother was like really into football, and so I don't know how they got connected, but like um, my brother was hanging out with Denzel's son. Yeah, it's just freaking crazy stuff. Like my my uncle knew. Uh, it was just it, yeah, crazy, and I missed out on all of this stuff. What in the world? <laughs> and that's one actor that I've always. He's so mysterious. You never really hear about Denzel if he's not like in a movie or anything. He's oh. like MIA. Mm-hmm. But is he in California? Yeah. Is he in California? Yeah, I think at that time he was because, um. They were. They was going to the same church. It's this big church in L.A. I can't remember the name of it that a lot of the celebrities go to, and stuff. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. So you trying to get back out there? Yeah. 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 You can make Eventually. it. I I think so too. Yeah, you be Eventually. fine. Eventually, I just gotta. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get somewhere. You know. Yeah. That you know. That it's, that for sure. It's hard. It's hard. Like, cause I'm the same way. Like I've been saying that for years. Like, I don't get hearing it there, but it's also good to focus on the work, and it'll all work. It'll work itself out. Right. I'm not focusing. Like, like what you said. Like, I'm not focusing on getting there. I'm just. I'm. I'm focusing on the work that will lead me to somewhere. You know. So. Absolutely. You dropped mm-hmm. some. You dropped some good stuff on here. This is amazing. Thank you. You've done Thank a lot. You. You've done a lot of good things. I'm trying. I'm trying. I really am. Absolutely. <laughs> But before we part ways, I want you to give us some words of advice to some of these up and comings. Ooh, okay. Um, you know, I was just talking to somebody else about it um, on an IG live. Don't worry about trying to be like everybody else. Mm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you are doing visual arts drawing, it's okay to use reference. Use reference all you want. It's not a bad thing. Um. And then also, yeah, like definitely pull from different artists, but don't worry, don't worry about, you know, looking a certain way and having a certain style or not having a style, you know, it'll come with you drawing with doing what you want to do and, and drawing what you want to draw, you know, so yes. I think that's, yes. that, that's the best advice that I can give. Just stay on your path. That's really, it's, it's, that's on your own path, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... Trying to be someone else is get you nowhere real fast. Okay. You, you get lost in the crowd. Yep. And that's the last thing that I want to do. That's not my personality. If yeah. it ain't working, if I don't see myself in it no more, I'm dipping. Yes. Peace. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And no one, yeah, that's a good point, actually. When you're not, when you're not passionate about something or whatever and you're not feeling it, yeah, just bounce. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because I, I spent too many years of, you know, my younger years trying to fit in with people, trying, you know, doing stuff that I didn't really care about. And now that I'm older, I don't have the energy or the time for that. So, Mm-mm. heck no. <laughs> but yes, Ryan, thank you. Before you bounce, so drop mm-hmm. me some, um, some info and your, your contact information. Where can we find you on the internet? Yes. Um, always find me at, on Instagram at Ryan Oakley Art. Um, I'm on Twitter. Mutant X, 
Ooh, 28, something like that. Mutinex underscore 28 or awkward rye rye. Awkward underscore rye rye. You can find me there too. Um, I don't be talking about nothing on Twitter, you know. She lying. I'm about to follow her right now. <laughs> I didn't know you had a Twitter. <laughs> I just be, um, I just be sending, uh, John Boyega thirst tweets. Um, <laughs> he is a good looking guy though. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know, all that. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Instagram is good because I I try and have everything on my link tree, so that's where. You yes. Stuff. You're open for um, commissions. <laughs> yes, always, always open. Yes, and give if, me some fun stuff to draw. Like, yeah, if it's not fun, she can charge you extra. Yep, I don't want to draw your face. I want to draw your ugly face. Mm-mm. So. <laughs> she's, talk, she's talking to me directly too. So. <laughs> Damn, this is crazy. This ended on a negative note. <laughs> I'm kidding, y'all. Please send me your portraits. I would love to draw you guys' lovely faces. But nah, she can Aww. she can do it all. She can do everything. <laughs> Give her something fun to draw. That'd be kind of dope. You know what I'm saying? She um, can make she can make it amazing. Yeah, I like drawing women, so give me some proper women. But I also feel like I need to draw more men. So more niggas. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. my god. Thank you so much. We need to get up. We need to catch up. I know after this coronavirus crap, you know what I'm saying? We need to hang out. So we'll get up. Alrighty. But Thanks, you're, guys. You're the best. Thank you for doing this. Much love. Yes, you're welcome. Yes, be safe. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes soundcloud just go on the google app store go on everywhere check us out on instagram facebook myspace live journal twitter we tweet we'll do smoke sniggles whatever y'all need thank y'all so much have a good night